0: So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends: Our Lost Sister on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been! As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's
3: like the police knew who he was before they got here.
4: From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing? breathing right now. Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking
5: back, I realized, oh, everyone did.
4: I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: 50% righteousness ahead, oh yeah, I love this. 50% righteousness A lot of righteousness, sit down 95% righteousness This the most prominent form for
7: Wake your ass up It's early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all I said, oh hell yeah, I'm getting up The world's most dangerous morning show DJ Effie people's choice Angela Yee I'm a sweetheart,
6: but I'll cut you Charlemagne the God the Prince, of Prince of people of I can't
8: believe you guys are the best, kids. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches <laughs>
9: I hear
10: it all. That not I hear it all. Good morning, USA. Yo,
9: yo, 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 yo,
10: Good morning, Charlemagne.
9: Good morning, Angela Yee. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday.
10: Yes, and DJ Amby is not here today. You know, he went to Detroit yesterday and I guess the flights got canceled because of the weather. And so, no.
9: So when he just disappeared yesterday uh, he at was the going end of the show, he went flight. to Detroit?
10: Yeah. The, oh, wow. Yeah, he didn't tell us anything that was happening. So, hmm
9: Well, it's good, good for him.
10: <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> the weather was bad yesterday because I was actually, um, we did an episode of lip service yesterday with Nick Cannon that'll be out next week, and Gigi flies in from Atlanta to do lip service every other week, and her flight got pushed back from, I think, 10 p.m. until 12.30 in the morning, so I don't even know if that flight ended up going out or not. But it feels like
9: flights are being canceled uh, so easily nowadays.
10: Non-stop, and I know Delta canceled a lot of flights, and I know that they've been like uh, saying they're going to cut back on flights moving forward. Also,
9: damn, why? I mean, why is that? Is, it because is something? Is there some type of gas shortage we don't know about?
10: Uh, well, gas is uh, yeah, fuel is a lot higher right now. Mm-hmm. I know somebody was saying also COVID has been affecting that. Like COVID, if you know people who were working on the flight because there's been this a huge COVID oh
9: so when people get COVID they have to they'll be short staff yeah. pilots and stewardesses and all of that good stuff
10: right so what do you call the
9: guys on the flights that do the stewardesses job? stewards
10: we call everybody I call everybody a flight attendant
9: flight attendant where the hell I get stewardess from
10: Well, yeah, people say stewardess or steward. A male would be a steward. Okay. A female would be a stewardess. But I just say flight attendants. But also weather. I mean, there's been, you know, thunderstorms, hurricanes, tropical storms. Man. And that definitely does attribute to all these flight cancellations. And
9: it does feel like those thunderstorms are getting worse
10: and worse. And staffing issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
9: Okay. Well, so,
10: That's why I always tell people when I go to the airport, I don't try to get there like right before my flight's taken off. I get to the airport so early. People be like, why are you making us get here so early? Because I don't play around just in case you need you to never rearrange know. some things. This flight gets canceled. Now I could get on an earlier flight, go into it. Whatever I need to do, I need to make sure I'm there. There's nothing worse than when I feel rushed.
9: Okay. So yesterday, Envy missed the pittance of the show. Pittance. of the show.
10: <laughs> First of all, Envy is so happy that he got a word right for once in his life. He done made a whole clip out of it, posted it. I mean, it was... it's a word. I didn't, it's a word. I didn't know that was a word. You know, but I also felt like he was saying pittons. Like
9: That's not it? Isn't it pittance? Pittance. But
10: pittons. he was saying pittance. I don't know what he was saying. Well,
9: he missed the pittance of the show yesterday. Today he won't be here at all. Yeah. But it's it's fine. What we got coming up in Front Page news?y
10: Man, I hate to do it, but it's another, uh, another mass shooting in Tulsa, oh, man. Oklahoma, at a hospital. And the gunman is also dead. Uh, we'll give you some of those details as we know it. Right now, they're saying they don't know what the motive is.
7: All right. Well, if
9: it's not bad news, there's no news at all. That's the way the world works nowadays. It's the world's most dangerous to show, The Breakfast Club. Yes, it's the World Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is off today, and it's time for Front Page News. What we got, Yee? Well, oh, the finals start tonight, too, by the way. The Golden State Warriors versus uh, the Boston Celtics. Game one is tonight. I don't know what time. Probably... 9 eight. p.m. 9 p.m.
10: All right, now, a man who was carrying a rifle and a handgun opened fire. This was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in a medical office building. Four people were killed. And uh, they're saying 10 people were injured, and then that person took his own life. Mm -hmm. And so, in an interview uh, late Wednesday night, the captain of the Tulsa Police Department said the attack was not random. Here is a major, uh, here's the mayor, G.T. Bynum, talking about the shooting also. For decades, this
4: campus has been a place where people have come to work, heroes have come to work every day to save the lives of people in our community. Just in the last few years, in the greatest public health crisis that our city has ever had to face, this has been the facility more than any other that has worked to save the lives of people in this city. I have been out here to this campus repeatedly as mayor when our first responders have been attacked and when one of them was murdered and it was the people who worked at this campus who were there for them.
11: Mm-hmm.
10: Yes, yeah, really sad situation. Again, four people were killed, and then the gunman took his own life. Uh, now, here is one of the officers uh, speaking on the shooting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, at the hospital. Right now,
8: we have uh, four civilians that
4: are uh, dead. We have one shooter that is dead, and uh, right now we believe that is self-inflicted. Uh, officers have not been able to determine the certain... That's a self inflicted gunshot wound on his uh, part. No officers were injured. Right now, uh, the suspect, we do not have an identity that uh, we believe we're getting close uh, on the identity of, of uh, the suspect. Uh, he is a black male, uh, estimated to be 35 uh, to 40 years old. Uh, and we have confirmed he had one long gun, a rifle,
3: and
8: one handgun uh, on the scene at the time.
10: One rifle and one handgun. The victim was a black male who was between the ages of 35 and 40 years old. Now, who is a man who's here? Is a man whose mother was a witness to the shooting as well. She's safe.
2: Um, she is with a woman whose husband got shot in the building. She's helping her out right now. They don't know if he's alive or dead, so they're waiting on that information while everything clears up. They were rushing people out of the building. Um, some weren't able to walk very well, so they were just kind of stumbling. Police were helping them out. So it was a scary situation to see go down firsthand over FaceTime.
9: Lord have mercy. I mean, hospitals, grocery stores, movie theaters, festivals, kids at school, places of worship. It can go down anywhere.
10: Supermarkets, yes. The police received a call about about that shooting at 4.52 p.m., and they arrived at the scene four minutes later. So they're saying all that gunfire is believed to have taken place in one section of the building.
9: I mean, anywhere there's, anywhere there's going to be a large congregation of people, it has to be treated like the airport. Like, lots of security, metal detectors. You got to warn people have a lot more armed security on deck. Like, like, make it difficult for people to do these type of things. Like, right now, everyone is just vulnerable because we're relying on the most unpredictable thing in the world to keep us safe, and that's human behavior. If that's all we got to rely on is human behavior, we are doomed.
10: All right. And the Biden administration announced that the largest student loan forgiveness step by the education department with the cancellation of five point eight billion dollars in federal student loans um, is in place now for hundreds of thousands of students. These students attended schools affiliated with Corinthian colleges. So that's about five hundred and sixty thousand borrowers. They all enrolled in this in These colleges, Everest, Heald, and WyoTech, Corinthian owned or operated them before they folded in 2015 following an investigation by the Education Department. You don't have to take any action to have your loan forgiven, but what happened was an investigation led in 2014 found that Corinthian colleges misled students. They inflated their job placement rates, and they had 105 campuses in 25 states, and they collapsed in 2015. They had to close or sell its campuses, and that was after the education department began withholding federal loan fu- uh, funds. So now those students will have their uh, their debt cancellation. They'll have their loans erased.
9: That's great. But when I see something like that, I don't understand why he can't keep the campaign promise of for giving up the ten thousand dollars of all borrowers' debt now, at a time like this, when inflation is sky high and you know all costs are through the roof. That that would be great to give some some people relief, right?
10: Right. So hopefully this is more, you know, going forward. But just that's keep the, good just, news for them.
9: Yeah, that's great news for them. Who was Corinthians, you
10: said? Yeah, Corinthian. They own uh, three different colleges. Imagine you go to a school and then it folds and you still got to pay.
9: That's what I'm saying. Great <laughs> great news for them. That's why I said I don't understand why the campaign promise of, you know, uh, $10,000 $10, of all borrowers' debt can't be fulfilled. I don't know.
10: All right, well, that is your front page news.
9: All right, now it's time for Get It Off Your Chest, 1-800-585-1051. not you call up, tell us why you're blessed. Uh, if you just want to vent, tell us why you're upset. You can do that, too. The phone lines are open. Reach out and touch us right now. It's the world's most dangerous want to show, The Breakfast Club. The
7: Breakfast Club.
1: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends.
2: Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts.
12: And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
7: This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. You better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club
3: good Morning, get it up your chest, is this? Hey, good morning, uh Angela Gee, Charlemagne the God. This is Tyler from Chicago. How y'all doing? What Peace. up, Tyler? Hey, I'm good, I'm good. I'm happy to be on live. And man, I just wanted to start it off by saying one, my condolences out to the people of Tulsa. This stuff mm-hmm. gotta stop. It is absolutely ridiculous that this keeps happening. Three shootings in nineteen days. That don't make sense. I think it's a little bit more. Yeah, it's good. been more than that. It's actually been more, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's even more than MCI, in my opinion. I think this is kind of strategic because just doesn't make sense for all this random stuff. It's kind of odd to me. I don't know how you feel about that, Uncle Charlotte, but I just think it's a little bit, it's
9: a little odd. Don't you think? Um, man, I was thinking about it, man. I, you know, I don't want to say copycatish, but I do feel like I do feel like when you see these shootings in the media a lot, it is a lot of people yeah. being influenced, you know. But just by just by witnessing it, yeah. I don't yeah, want to say you, contagious. I don't know if contagious would be the right word either, but you know what I mean.
3: I feel that, and Charla, I also want to thank you, man. I took your pick from the beginning of the season, Golden State Warriors. I won some big money on FanDuel because they clinched the Western Conference Finals, and I got that pick all the way to the championship. So, Charla, I appreciate you. Okay. I want to send you a little something to the uh, to the studio if I can. I don't know if I can, you know, send you out a little package out to. Yeah, we we, me.
9: we put you on hold, and um, you know,
3: how uh, much did you win? Our
9: producer will get your info. Oh, man.
3: So okay, I dropped fifty bucks on uh, Western Conference Finals uh, for Golden State Warriors, and that bet ended up turning into three fifty. So thank you, Charlotte.
10: See, look, Charlotte, we were talking about gambling yesterday yeah. and playing the lottery yeah. and betting on sports. Yeah. That's, I mean. Yeah. dollars for
9: $3.50, No, that's a, that's, a, that's a great flip. That's a great come up. You know what, though? Yeah. Also with the lottery tickets, too, the Powerball and the Mega Millions, that's supposed to go to education. So it technically is an investment.
3: I, I, I can't do that lottery stuff.
9: That's too much of a gamble, brother. It's
10: too See, much of a gamble. look, it's so interesting how people feel about gambling. Yeah, All
3: right. Yeah. Well,
9: better co- better luck on fair, dude. But thank y'all. Well, congrats right, to you. Good morning. Who's <laughs> this?
13: Good morning.
9: Who is this? How are you?
13: I'm great. My
9: name is Portia. Hey,
10: Portia. You want to get it up your chest, Portia?
13: Yeah, I I just heard you talking about the Corinthian College, and I was one of those students uh, back in 2012. I went there for a practical nursing program, and um, I got 100% of my loan this year. I've been a practical nurse for eight years, and I'm headed to
10: registered nursing school right now.
9: Okay, Okay, congratulations, Queen.
10: So you didn't have to do anything. It just is gone. It's gone, but I actually, I'm trying to uh, work on getting it
13: taken off my credit report.
10: Okay. Yeah, they definitely need to take that off your credit.
13: Yeah, I have the, like, write Equifax and send this information, so I'm probably going to be calling them, like,
10: next week to Okay. check up on it. Well, congratulations. That's a relief. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right.
9: All right, Queen. Peace. All right, get it off your chest. 1-800-585-1051 if you want to vent, if you want to tell us why you're blessed. We are here for you. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club.
1: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. Listen to Season 2 of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's outspoken network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo! Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts.
9: People
8: quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling,
7: calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed.
11: 800-585-1051.
7: We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Good morning. Who's this?
11: Yo, half a brain, Charlemagne, Big chocolate to Toast. How are we doing, family? Oh, God.
10: Hey, Toe Sucker.
11: What's up, Ange? How we doing? So listen, two quick things, right? <laughs> One, God bless the families in Buffalo, Texas, and this latest, play- latest place that lost family. All the best, and God bless you, right? Now, two, Angela E., right? Oh, I know he's not there, but our pal, uh, uh, the two-legged toasted almond man, MV, doesn't want us to meet, right? So here's how we'll do it. We'll have a breakfast club barbecue. Mm-hmm. I walk in right past Charlemagne and his undercover lover, Trav, and give you a big kiss on your chubby cheek. What do you think?
10: Um, you just said so many different things here. I don't even know what to respond to. <laughs> First of all, I didn't know Charlamagne and Trav were undercover lovers. I
9: didn't know Trav. I, I, secondly, I know you can't just there. walk
10: up to a woman and kiss her.
11: Uh, well, you and I are cool, though,
10: right? I don't even know you. <laughs>
11: <laughs> we cool like that, and eh? Come on, all them songs I sing to you, you remember all them songs, right?
10: All right, I just don't recommend you walking up to a woman randomly and kissing her on the cheek.
11: All right. Watch my YouTube video with Snoop Dogg again, too. All right. You walked
9: up. You walked up to Snoop and kissed him on the cheek.
11: No, 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 no. I'm just telling
10: Angie to watch it so she can see what a handsome guy I am.
9: Oh, got you, got you. Still don't do it,
10: Big Chocolate, the toe sucker.
9: Have a good day, sir. All right. (laughs) You need a sign in your yard, bro. He needs a sign (laughs) that tells people. He probably already got one. Uh, Good morning. Who's this? Good
13: morning. It's
9: Sinead. Hey, Sinead. How are you?
13: I am blessed. Good morning and blessings to you. Good morning,
10: Shanae. You have a beautiful voice. Well, thank you. So, get it off your chest. I just wanted to call in and spread a little bit of positivity and love
13: and peace and all of the good vibes. You know, it is what Thursday. Mm -hmm. I'm losing track of the days now, but it's Thursday, and we're um, all almost to the weekend. Hey, and you know, I'm just wishing everyone a blessed rest of their week. And what's your plans for the weekend? Well, I just got out of school. I was long-term subbing, Um, so I'm going to start working with my
10: dad at his restaurant. Okay. What kind of restaurant is it? A Caribbean restaurant in Charleston, South Carolina. What's the name of it? Yeah. It's Cammie's Caribbean. It's on Dorchester Road in Leeds. Okay. All right, so everybody in Charleston, go shout her out. She's starting there this weekend.
9: uh, I got to check that out next time I'm home.
10: Hell yes, we are here. Actually, my dad was the first one in Charleston with the Caribbean restaurant. It was Island Cafe. Oh yes! In- C- come on now. Yes, so been- we've been doing things in the Charleston area for a long time. Okay. That's exciting. People tell me all the time, all I eat is Caribbean food here in, in Brooklyn. It's the good stuff, you know. I know that's right.
9: Well, I wish it's you much success. I wish you I wish you much success in your pops and I mean, you know, if, if 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 Island Cafe was any indication of his success, uh he's gonna have more success with this new venture.
10: Yeah. What island are y'all from? My son is from Guyana and my mom is from Trinidad. I love and I was to hear born it. In okay, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out when I'm in Charleston. All I, right, have a great I'm weekend. All right, Queen. Y'all have a blessed
9: day. Peace. That was Get It Off Your Chest. We do that every morning. Uh, all you got to do is call us if you want to vent, if you want to tell us why you're blessed, whatever it is. And, yeah, we got a rumor report coming up.
10: Yes, and we are going to be talking about Jada Pinkett Smith and that damn red table talk. She'll be discussing alopecia and that slap that happened at the Oscars for the first time.
9: Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club.
1: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher.
2: Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts,
12: And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
9: Yes, it's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne Tha God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is off today. It's time not for River Purpose, Report. <laughs> it's not? Listen up. All
7: the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. With Angela Angela
9: Yee. It's the rumor report. The
7: Breakfast Club.
10: All right. Well, let's talk about Adrienne from The Real. She's got her own thing going on now. And she's being very honest about body confidence and things that she's had to deal with. I didn't realize this, but she was talking about um, how she doesn't show her arms and her insecurity about her arms. Here's what she had to say. Lana and I, would uh, we edit these episodes for all things
14: Adrian and I can sometimes be super critical to a fault where I'm like, oh, I don't like that shot. I have double chin in that shot. Don't shoot me from that angle. And we recently did the episode where Lana and I play Would You Rather. When I saw that video, I was like, why are my arms out? Because I never, if you've ever noticed, try to find a video when I am on the thicky thick side with my arms out it doesn't happen I never show my arms and that day if I'm just being honest I was like who cares that's
10: what made me want to shoot this video so she's got her series all things Adrian now and so she was discussing that insecurity that she had I never would have noticed that
9: why Why, why isn't it working out an option you can tone the arms up quick
10: I mean sometimes you know people have problem areas where it's really difficult and so well, maybe- but what's
9: the solution I mean you you know like I'm just going to be insecure about my arms forever. I'm not going to do nothing about it. Like,
10: And it also could just be her own insecurity. Sometimes you look at yourself and you see yourself differently mm-hmm. than what it looks like. We can be really super critical of our own bodies.
9: It's got to be more context. I'm sure she said more than just that.
10: And she's talked about this before. Like a few years ago, she said she always keep, kept keeps her arms hidden. Um, and she said it's something that she's been working on. She would find things that had long sleeves. And, you know, it's been groundbreaking, she said, now that she's able to have more confidence about herself
9: is it, is it because she's working out of something like where, where's the confidence coming from now?
10: i don't even think her arms were bad it's just some sometimes we have things that we look at ourselves and we're like i hate how this looks and we're the mm-hmm. only person that sees it or we might be like oh, from this angle i always have a double chin or from this and we are so critical of ourselves and maybe she's just super critical of her own arms and she sees something that we don't see but
9: working out is always an option. Working working out will tone your arms.
10: I think she definitely works out. You could tell by looking at her that she works out. And I've seen videos of her working out. But no, I don't okay. know. Sometimes we do have problems. Like sometimes women have a little pooch area that no matter how much they work out, they just can't get rid of. You know, you just don't know. And I think men have their own insecurities too.
9: That's why I work out.
10: About their bodies, Yeah, you know. But um, yes. Yeah, so shout out to her for being honest and sharing those things. Mm-hmm. She also posted a picture with Notori, and she said, "Let the healing begin." And she put hashtag two LW. So now people are sparking oh, rumors. They still be, they
9: ain't still beefing, are they?
10: Listen, they don't mess with Kiwi.
9: <laughs> How hard was that chicken that they threw back in the day, man? You know what happened in Columbia, South Carolina?
10: What? Oh, the chicken throwing yeah, incident. A food fight.
9: All They've right. been beefing for thirty years over <laughs> a food fight.
10: All right, now let's talk about NBA YoungBoy. His mother has contacted Tyler Perry. She wants a movie role, and so she went on Instagram and shared a screenshot of a direct message that she sent Tyler Perry asking to place her in one of his movies. It said, "Dear Mr. Tyler Perry's, I think you should put me in a movie. I have no acting skills or nothing like that, but you should just take a chance on me." And then oh, she, she actually
9: made... said "change," but I'm not chance. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just being a, sticky. I'm
10: understanding just what being... she meant. And then she also made another post. Um, she, and she added 50 Cent this one might work she said okay they say I'm too gangster for Tyler Perry but I'm not stopping until I'm in a movie 50 Cent F with your girl and 50 actually commented and said yo you so gangster, this ish might work
9: I'm for all of that and I respect it you know if you get the role by doing that cool but yo I just feel like people skipping steps like what about all the people that's in acting school all the people that's actually actually going out there for auditions you know shouldn't you be, be be putting in the work
10: Yeah, I would, I mean, you can do that and also be putting in the work simultaneously. Yeah. Send those DMs, but also take those classes. Yeah, go
9: to auditions. Like, show up places.
10: You already got an edge now, you know? So go ahead and do that. All right, Jada Pinkett Smith, she's going to be doing this Red Table Talk about the devastating impact of alopecia. That's what the new Red Table Talk is about. And that's the hair loss condition that she suffers from. But also, she, for the first time, has mentioned the slap where Will Smith slapped Chris Rock uh, at the Oscars. And here is some of what she had to say. This is a really important red table talk on alopecia. Considering what I've been through with my own health and what happened at the Oscars, thousands have reached out to
1: me with their stories. I'm using this moment to give our alopecia family an opportunity to talk about what it's like to have this condition and to inform people about what alopecia actually is. Now about Oscar night, my deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out, and reconcile. The state of the world today, we need them both. And we all actually need one another more than ever. Until then, Will and I are continuing to do what we have done for the last 28 years, and that's keep figuring out this thing called life together.
9: Jade and I plan fair. <laughs> you do a show about alopecia.
10: She had a bunch of people on there, too, talking about their own experiences.
9: And wasn't it a young girl on there that committed suicide because she was bullied because of alopecia? <laughs>
10: Absolutely.
9: Once you do that, you don't have to say anything if you're Jada Pinkett Smith. Like, the tone has been set. Like, I know this Jada Pinkett Smith, but this is Jada kids' levels of flawless execution when you're trying to... Jesus.
10: Yeah, the mother of 12-year-old Rhea Allred, she suffered from alopecia, took her own life after being bullied, is also a guest on the episode. Then you
9: talk about the slap at the end of that episode? Jada don't play fair, bro.
10: Well, Tracy McGrady has a new business venture, and that is going to bring a new addition to basketball. It's called One's Basketball League, and CNBC has reported that he's investing $10 million into it. It's a one-on-one basketball startup, and so it tours seven cities from April to July. Players are paired in one-on-one games, and during Memorial Weekend, they actually made their debut in New York. Now, Tracy McGrady said, I've always invested in other people's ideas and other people's vision. Not once did I ever trust mine. I didn't have the confidence to think mine was good enough. I didn't trust my ideas or decision-making when it came to my vision. This is the first time I actually trusted and believed that I can pull this off. And so a portion of that $10 million investment he made in himself for One's Basketball League uh, will go toward the championship prize of $250,000. So right now, they're not seeking outside investors, not just yet, and... I guess they're going to launch it themselves, as they've done, and then work on that.
9: We'll drop on a clue to to Tracy McGrady.
10: Best of yourself!
9: I also want to say, too, I don't like how Jada made it sound like this is a two-sided beef. Because Chris Rock has every reason to never speak to Will Smith again in life if he chooses to. Like, I understand we want reconciliation, but if Chris never speaks to Will again, he has every right. Because it was Will who made the poor choice to get up and do that to Chris
10: yeah, but some people definitely took Will Smith's side, like what he did was justified. I mean,
9: I can I can see both sides it's not it's not justified. Mm-mm. Justified wouldn't be the word I use. I can under, I can understand why he did what he did, but that doesn't mean it's justified.
10: Mm-hmm. all right. Well, that is your rumor report.
9: That's right. We got front page news up next year.
10: Yes, California has moved a step closer to creating sites where people could legally use drugs under supervision that's designed to save them from dying if they overdose.
7: All right, we'll discuss when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
10: Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy
0: here. The general insurance will give you quality insurance for less with great low rates and flexible payment options. Take a closer look at The General today. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions
7: apply. WWPR FMHD1 New York.
10: And Radio Station.
7: Let me put a little bit of the breakfast club up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, oh. Charlamagne the God. Hey. You rock, 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 rock
0: with
11: the best,
9: Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God Angeli Yee DJ Envy is not here today. And it's time for front page news what we got you
10: all right well California has moved a step closer to creating sites where people could legally use drugs under supervision that's designed to save them from dying in case they overdose <laughs> now there are objections from opponents who said that state would be enabling dangerous and illegal activity but they're now going to consider allowing test programs in LA Oakland and San Francisco after this proposal narrowly passed the state Senate they said we are experiencing a crisis of overdose deaths and these are preventable this is one way to help keep people safe and to actually help people get into treatment they said there has not been a single overdose death in the supervised sites and um, people are still dying around them though attracted to neighborhoods where drug use is overtly sanctioned by the government that's what opponents are saying So they're saying it's a magnet effect where people will come to the area. Uh, There were also clean needle exchanges. Those were once controversial before they became a largely accepted way of minimizing the spread of HIV, hepatitis, and other diseases that are spread through the sharing of dirty needles. According to um, the California Council of Community Behavioral Health Agencies, they said in the face of a crisis, we must do things differently. And that's all in response to the national onslaught of opioid deaths, and that's often fed by the presence of fentanyl. So we'll see what happens. I know they never did with that with program.
9: crack in the 80s, probably because of the people that were using it.
10: Right. Well, they're saying safe injection sites may not be a perfect solution, but we do need to go ahead and try something new.
9: Yeah, they don't And wanna... it has
10: been working in other countries.
9: Yeah, they don't want to try anything new when it comes to black people. They just want to put us in jail. But even if you do that, I just want to know how much money and resources are you putting into helping people actually get clean and get treatment? And I would also like to know how this leads people to get treatment.
10: Well, they're saying this does actually um, show who are these people using drugs because they're going to these sites. So now you know who the people are, so you can help them get treatment programs. I'm
9: saying, how does that lead them to treatment, though? Like, like, how how does that lead them to want to get treatment?
10: Because you're able to identify them. They do have people on site who are counselors who actually can help you with those things, too. But they do want to make sure, like, if you can go and get your drugs tested, just think of all the people that we've read about, people who we know, Who have overdosed because of fentanyl because Mm -hmm. they didn't know what was in the drugs that they were using. And so now you can make sure that whatever it is, and sometimes the dealers don't know what's in their drugs too. Because it it
9: feels like you're creating a safe space for them, a safe space for them to continue to still get high as opposed to creating a space that leads to actual, you know, them getting clean.
10: Right. Well, I guess, you know, and there's both sides to it. So the people who are arguing that this is something that we need to do because of the crisis that we're having right now to prevent people from dying unnecessarily. This is a possible solution. And they've seen programs like this work in other countries and, you know, not sure. But I guess, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. All right, now, Hutch's jewelry owner, Dan Hutchinson, was shot and killed in Oak Park. He's known by a lot of people for providing them with the buffs that they need in Detroit for the iced-out jewelry, Rick Ross, Sada Baby, uh, Icewear Vezo. A lot of people would go to him. He had a family-owned business that was once located in Northern Mall over the past 30 years. He's been the person people go to in Detroit for change, watches, glasses, medallions, And so both Oak Park and Southville police officers responded to the shooting that was on Greenfield Road between 8 and 9 Mile Road. And the shooting happened in front of a closed pawn shop. They said the SUV that Hutch was driving in was filled roughly with about a dozen bullet holes. Police are not releasing any details at this point, but they said... Uh, that he was in his 40s when this ha- when this happened to him yesterday. So, our condolences to Hutch's family mm-hmm. and everybody from uh, Hutch's jewelry and to his close friends for that. All right. And that is your front page news.
9: All right. Now, what are we discussing? We had two topics on the table that we talked about. We talked well, about. We what? were
10: talking about Adrienne Bailon and her insecurities. And okay. You were saying that, you know, she's insecure about her arms. You were saying she should just work out. But. I know that a lot of people have insecurities. We might look at ourselves differently in the mirror and be like, oh, this looks terrible. Well, arms
9: are a big thing. Because, you know, uh, Let me like see, back in December, we had a year of COVID. And even though, you know, I was getting my workout in during COVID, you know, you still get a little fluffy. And then, you know, last year, like, I would notice, especially during the summer, if I'm, you know, waving your arms, if you're waving your hand, I got my hands in the air, you see this. And when this is jiggling under your arms, it looks like you got wings, then it's time to really do some tightening up. So that's what I've been dedicating my year to, like really getting in the best shape of my life. Mm
10: -hmm.
12: So, you
9: know, when it comes to insecurities like that, I feel like yes, working out can, can fix those things.
10: Right, and like I know for myself, I've always had a fat face. Ever since I was young, I've had chubby cheeks. I know, and a lot of people will say, okay, from certain angles, you know, you might get that double chin. If you're not sitting up straight with your neck held high, it might look bad. People will say things like, oh, are you pregnant? Oh, you're so fat. And things like that. So, you know, that's part of an insecurity. Um, there's different times I know when I'm getting my period, I get bloated and so if I do anything during that time I look a lot bigger, my face looks bigger for a couple of days. So there's a lot of things that can make you feel insecure. So we want to talk to you guys about your own confidence when it comes to your body, your insecurities that you might have and how you handle that. So call us up right. 800-585-1051.
9: And more, yeah, insecurities and and you know, more importantly how did, what did you do to fix them? You know, mm-hmm. how do you get over those? It's the Breakfast Club. Or Maybe Club.
10: you still have them.
7: The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the breakfast club. Talk about it.
9: Yes, it's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. DJ Envy is not with us today, but we're talking insecurities. Where does this story come from, you?
10: Well, this comes from all things Adrienne. She has her own show where she's talking and being honest about certain things. And one of those things is her insecurity about her arms. Here's what she had to say.
14: Lana and I, would uh, we edit these episodes for all things Adrienne. And I can sometimes be super critical to a fault where I'm like, oh, I don't like that shot. I have double chin in that shot. Don't shoot me from that angle. And we recently did the episode where Lana and I play Would You Rather. When I saw that video, I was like, why are my arms out? Because I never, if you've ever noticed, try to find a video when I am on the thicky thick side with my arms out, it doesn't happen. I never show my arms. And that day, if I'm just being honest, I was like, who cares? That's what made me want to shoot this video.
9: The first thing I think when I hear something like that is uh, anytime you're insecure about, you know, something on your body, you know, you you, you work out, especially something like your arms. Like, you know, I, I told y'all th- around maybe, like, November, December of last year, I started noticing that when I would, like, point at something, all of this would jiggle. All of this under here would jiggle. Like, I had wings, and I'm like, yo, I don't like that. So uh, this year has all has literally been about eating clean, and intense working out Salute to my, my cousin Tony Perm Let let Perm get you straight But like literally Me and my wife get crazy Three, four, three, four times a week And that's also because You know my wife just had Our, our fourth daughter So you know She wanted to get back in shape Because she's a trainer So she wanted to get back In tip top shape So that's what we Have been spending You know This whole year doing
10: And a lot of people Have insecurities About stretch marks About cellulite And um, I know I have a really good friend Who lost a lot of weight And she had some skin that she had to actually have surgery because she didn't like the way the skin looked after she lost uh, all the weight that she had lost. So she Mm -hmm. ended up having to do that. Um, People get mommy makeovers all the time. And so there's a lot of things that we might look at ourselves and be really critical and sometimes we are our own biggest critics too. By the Other way, none people of these th- don't look at you and say, "Oh, she looks disgusting." But we look at ourselves and be like, "Ew, I look so disgusting and nasty and we're o- we're over criticizing ourselves." Yeah,
9: and none of these things are ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like me think you said you said mommy, mommy makeovers. You said uh, you know, somebody need to get skin removed, you know. I, I I had some tightening up I wanted to do with my body. My wife wanted to do some tightening up. Like these aren't like ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous insecurities. Like, when I was younger, like, I had a big-ass... I felt like I had a big-ass nose. When I was in, like, sixth grade, they used to call me Bunky Nose. You know what I'm saying? That's the insecurity because there's nothing you can do about that. Is that, that like
10: Ex- a butt nose?
9: Yeah, that's what they say, Bunky Nose. So there's nothing hmm. you can do about that except for grow into it.
10: Well, some people get, you know, nose Not up. in sixth grade. Oh, I mean, later in life. Yeah,
9: yeah, not in sixth All grade. All
10: right, now let's talk to Troy. Troy, what's up? What's What's your insecurity? know the man of God, man I got boos from the age of
9: 13. Okay, okay. What size bra are you wearing, King? Don't do that. Don't do that. What? Do that. So now, is there
10: anything what? that you could do about that? Because some people really, like, even if you're skinny, you still have them.
11: Yeah, I had it from 13. Like, when I hit, when I hit puberty, it came in,
9: never went away. So no push-ups, no bench press. I played football. I played football. I had muscles. Like, the titties set on top of the muscles.
10: Wow. You, the only thing yeah, you could do with Miami. that is, is surgery, right?
9: Yeah, and I ain't, I'm not with that. By the way, that's how most, I, no, most women, when they get their boob job, they get it under the muscle? It's under the muscle, right? Or is it on top of the muscle? I don't remember.
10: I feel like it should be under.
9: I think it's under, yeah.
10: Mm-hmm. Okay.
9: Yeah, so, I don't know what to tell you, King. He said he
10: keeps his shirt on at the beach.
9: Do you? But
6: it's
3: terrible. Yeah, I do. When I have jet and I wrap my shirt on, it's terrible.
9: Right? Yo, this is wild to me, and i tell you why. Because you have dudes that be 300 pounds, 400 pounds, and don't have no problem taking their shirt off at the beach. But you said you was in shape and had little titties, and still didn't want to take your it. shirt off? No, nah, couldn't do it.
10: How does it feel for you, like, being with a woman for the first time and taking your shirt off?
9: I don't. Has a woman ever sucked him? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, then. So you got a little something-something. I'm something. sure it's women that like that. Yeah, but I don't. You know, He doesn't like serious. it. He's insecure make about you fun, it. Makes funny. Yeah, yeah, insecure. Okay, okay, so what do you plan yeah. to do about it? Anything, or are you just going right up? So we, we gonna ride it out, man Keep
10: shirt <laughs> Embrace it Embrace it Look up Mr. Strawberry yeah, on YouTube I don't know, see. man See,
9: if okay. I see you in the streets i I'll throw some beads is, at you I'm good <laughs> Throw some beads at you Like it's Mardi Gras, King
10: All right <laughs> Nah, man
11: Nah, man Enjoy y'all, man Charlemagne, you the man, man I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you, King Every morning Thank every you, brother Every morning
3: uh, I, got, I got a quick story for you, Charlemagne. Yes, sir We was talking about religion in my house and like, well, what God you believe in And my daughter said you believe in Solomon the God, don't you?
9: <laughs> <It's> just funny. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no.
10: <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> all right, let's talk. Let's talk to Jessica. Jessica. Hi. Hey, girl. So, what's your insecurity?
13: Um, I mean, my entire body—I've always been a, a little bit on the chubbier side, and um. I used to put a lot of pressure on myself and then after I had my twins I I just stopped. I didn't have time to put all that pressure on myself and I just once I stopped doing that, I felt better about my about my body and I don't I just feel like it's important not to put all that pressure on yourself to be perfect cuz you're never going to be perfect.
10: Okay. And That's do you true. feel like when people tell you just work out, you know, what is that? Does that matter you to You know,
13: right? yeah you know like even when i was listening earlier i was like it's not that easy for some people right like i work full time i already get up at five in the morning work then come home and i gotta take care of my kids like i don't have time to to work out It's you know time is a luxury you Mm -hmm. know and so i try to eat right i try to do what i can but when i was younger yeah i worked out and now I don't, and that's okay. And when I'm ready and and able to get back to that, then I will. All that right. is like,
9: true. Ta- ta- time is a luxury, but we do make time for what we want to do. You know what I mean? Like, and and I I get what you're saying, but if you really if you really, if, you, if you really care about it, you can put you can put an hour a day, hour every, a- every other hours day. A long three time. hours a week. Three yeah, hours a week.
10: But three hours a but week.
13: I could probably do more on the weekend, but by that
10: time, I just want to spend time with my kids. I get it. She got twins. she get up at 5 o'clock in the morning from work.
9: But let's be clear. You you are making a choice. This is still a choice.
13: I am. And I'm happy. But that's the thing. I'm happy. Okay. That's what matters. I don't put that pressure on myself anymore. And,
10: And you're eating healthy. And I think that's important too, right? Sometimes you can't look at somebody and tell if they're healthy or not. There's some people who are skinny and eat crazy and don't gain weight. Right. And there's some people who... Look at pizza and gain five pounds.
9: If you're looking at pizza and gaining five pounds, you you, you deserve a check. There's some people who
10: gain month. weight like that, and there's some people who just don't gain weight.
9: Thank you for calling.
10: All right, let's talk to uh, line four. Good morning. Who's this? Melinda. Melinda. Yes. Melinda, what's your insecurity? Um, it
13: would be. I have a lot of things, but like I, when I was younger, it was definitely in my arm. Okay. But what I wanted to comment on is what Charlemagne was saying. And he said, just get in the gym. Sometimes it's different for women than men because women have so many other issues. They have, like, hormones and things like that. Or they may have, like, autoimmune deficiency issues. And, like, their bodies are the way
10: they are, like you said. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people do have a certain body type, too.
13: Right. And it is what it is, you know? You
9: kind of have to just let it go. That's how God made you. No, that's not true. Because you you threw a lot of hypotheticals out there and a lot of generalizations. That don't apply to all women now. Come on. She
10: said some No, it doesn't apply to all, but some women. Right. Also, birth control pills. Sometimes people are on birth control pills, and that definitely... Man, if
9: y'all don't want to work, I'll just say that. Okay, <laughs> like it's okay, fine. You're not the workout type, a, that's It cool. is
10: definitely easier for some people than it is for others, though. And there is definitely a body type. Like, there's some people that struggle. have babies. Sometimes you could start out with a small frame. Once you have these kids... Your whole body changes. And stuff, your whole body changes. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you for sharing How with we us. we got
9: here? We were talking about one particular person Yes, we know that. When, with all of those different scenarios, there will be different uh, things that need to be done and remedied. But how we got here? Off just one thing. Jesus Christ. 1 800 585 We're talking insecurities. Do you have them? And how do you fix them? It's the Breakfast Club. I know it I know I know I'm I
7: know that, <strate strumming> called, you Call me. Add your opinions to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800 585 1051.
9: Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is off today, and we're talking insecurities. This comes from uh, Miss Adrienne Bylon, who was talking about some insecurities that she has. Let's listen.
14: Lana and I would, uh, we edit these episodes for all things Adrienne, and I can sometimes be super critical to a fault where I'm like, oh, I don't like that shot. I have double chin in that shot. Don't shoot me from that angle and we recently did the episode where Lana and I play Would You Rather. When I saw that video, I was like, why are my arms out? Because I never, if you've ever noticed, try to find a video when I am on the thicky thick side with my arms out. It doesn't happen, I never show my arms. And that day, if I'm just being honest, I was like, who cares? That's what
9: made me want to shoot this video. Now, I, I know when you hear that, you know, the first thing I think of is, okay, well, let's let's tone those arms up. You know, I, I had the same problem this time last year. I, I would put my arms up like this and I could see all of this jiggling. And plus, you know, my wife, you know, she had our, our, our fourth daughter last year, so she wanted to get back in tip-top shape. So that's all we've been doing this year. This year has been all about born ass, clean diets, and, you know, dedicating three hours uh, a week, three hours, a week of high-intensity training. You know, salute to my cousin, Tony Perm. So we're, well, we're talking to everybody else about it. Yeah, what, we want
10: to hear your stories about your that? insecurities. Let's talk to Pete. What's up, Pete? What's, know, what's up, Pete? What's your insecurity?
3: Uh, I'm going to say now I got a little gut. You got a little gut? Yeah, I got a little good, man. Ever since hey, my, my wife had I, my beautiful son, man, I think I've been gaining a little weight. Oh, yeah, you got you you, you, you got weight. you got pregnant
9: with her? That mm-hmm. happened to me too last year. You got pre- you, you 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 started gaining weight with her. Yeah, man, I got
10: little hands and all, though. But she loves it, though. So she loves it, I'm though. What do you, you love it?
9: What are you gonna do to correct that, sir? You gonna do some working
3: out? Yeah,
9: I do that at work, man. I'm going to stop drinking them beer, them Bud Light Diet. There you go. See, choices. Choices. And you know,
10: as you get older, your metabolism slows down. That's right. The things you could do when you were younger, you can't do anymore. Hey, I see that.
11: You got to watch how you jump off stuff. I can't even jump off them steps like I used to no more. That's
9: what I'm saying. But Mm -hmm. see, at least you know that, though. You know the things that you need to change in your lifestyle and in your diet to correct uh, your weight issues.
10: All right. Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, right.
3: best of uh, luck before, to you. I leave, thank you. Before I leave, can I give my wife a shout-out? Of Absolutely.
10: course.
3: I want to give my beautiful wife, Essence Taylor, a shout-out. Thanks for loving all of me. <laughs> all of me.
9: <laughs> all right. <laughs> and why don't y'all go work out together? That's fly. You know what I'm saying? She I just had to. the baby.
3: No, nah, it's nah, I've been three years old now, but she be walking all the time, man. She she get it in. I, I, I'm, I'm motivated by her because she do it.
9: Oh, so you the slacker.
10: He said he works out, care. but he drinks a lot of beer.
9: Okay, yeah. Cut the beer yeah, out, no. King. Get, get in tip-top yeah, yeah. shape. Don't worry about this summer. <laughs> this summer's a wash.
10: Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, it's all
9: All right. Peace.
10: All right. Good morning. Who's this? Oh, hello. Bonsoir, Come on What?
3: What happened? <laughs> yeah, what it is, man.
10: So what's your insecurity? What's your name?
3: Oh, my name is Zo. Okay. How are you, Zo? Yeah. Man, I'm chilling, man. What it is, Charlamagne?
9: I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. How you, King? What's your insecurity, King? Talk to me.
3: I ain't even gonna lie, man. My, my, my tape line my, my sh- started to go
9: back. <laughs> Wait, what went bad? Your his hairline? hairline. His hairline. Yeah,
3: man. My tape started to go back a little bit. So you know, I had to start wearing hats and sh- to trying to disguise it or whatever.
9: Oh, that's why I got a hat on right now. I, I get I get a haircut today. You know, when you ain't got that fresh baldy, bro, and you got the hairline, you got the Robocop with his mask off.
10: Now, what can you do? Oh, yeah, now, what can you do about your hairline?
9: Nine. Get a baldy.
10: Now I will say Hell no. <laughs> we do know stories of people who do these detoxes and their hairline start coming back and eating clean.
9: I ain't never heard that ever. I think that's Rapping a damn lie. That's a lie. You know, I my uh my dermatologist who's Dr. Natasha Sandy, she was uh she does hair restoration too. So she she had me doing that for like a month where they do like the the shots in your hair and something else. And I'm gonna be honest with you, it was so painful. I was like, I don't care that much about my hairline. I just keep a baldy. I don't need a hairline.
3: Man, put me on, man. What, what you
9: want? You want to get the shots?
3: Yeah, yeah. What's up?
9: Google, Google, Doctor Natasha Sandy. Go to Doctor Natasha Sandy's website. She she, she got us all the hair restoration stuff up there. Uh,
3: and hey, you
9: think I can get a book? Oh, sure. Yeah, I got a. I mean, a, what kind of book you want? I got copies of uh, Anita Kopack, Shallow Waters up here. You
3: want that? No, man. I want your book.
9: <laughs> I don't think I have no copies of shook one or the black privilege up here. I get, I'm gonna get your address. I'll get I you got,
3: something. I got, I got, I got, I got that, um, black privilege, the privileges already. I want, I want the other one. All right, I'm gonna get
9: you shook one. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, Eddie, get his address. We're gonna get it to you, King. You, are
3: you gonna sign it
9: too? Yeah, I'll sign it for you, King. I'll sign it. I'll sign uh, it. Uh, what's your name? My
3: name's Zoe. Zo. I'm
9: gonna Zoe, say Zoe. Best with of
10: luck with your hairline. Man. Yeah, Zo with the
9: pushback yeah. hairline like mine. No, hell
10: no. My shit ain't pushed
3: back, but it's you know it's time to push. How old are you?
9: 20, 28. Oh, if you're 28 and it's already getting pushed back now, you'll be joining me with a bald head by the time you're 33, so. <laughs> By the time you're 33, you'll be right here with the bald headed committee, okay? And, uh, and, uh... You'll be joining the multiverse of baldness in about four or five years. Have a good day.
10: Hell no! <laughs> all right, but well we right. do want to thank everybody who called Hell in this no, morning to share their insecurities with us. We know a lot of times it's not easy, and we uh, critique ourselves too harshly at times. Adrienne Bylon said that what she does is she gets out of the shower, and when she gets out, she looks at herself in the mirror and just loves herself.
9: And I, and, and I guess it's just all about knowing what you can change. If you can change things about yourself in a healthy, responsible way, yo, what about do surgery? It? I mean. If that's what you want to do, if you got the money to do it, you know what I mean? I'm not going to tell you to. And if that, you do
10: it, do it safely, guys. Yeah, do it safely. Okay, do it safely. That's Make sure you follow the doctor's instructions. Make sure you go to a doctor and get some referrals.
9: That would be my last resort, <laughs> you know, but I'm not opposed to it. Now, uh, we got rumor report coming up here?
10: Well, let's talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. The, uh, the jury has decided, and so we'll tell you what that decision was.
9: We'll talk about it when we come back. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report
7: with Angela Yee Boomer, Boomer. on The Breakfast
11: Club. So listen up. No, no, no,
10: no, no, no. Before we do that, I want to shout out to a comedian um, Jess Pam. They had did a challenge with her, right, that she uh, had to lose 30 pounds in six months and each of the guys, because she's part of the whole Red Cup, uh, Plastic Cup boys. Okay. Uh, So they each promised her $2,000 a piece if she would lose that 30 pounds. And And she she did it? And she did it.
9: Dropping a clues bomb for Pam. What's her name? Just Just, Pam. Just Pam. Dropping a clues bomb for Just Pam. That's what I'm talking about, see?
10: Yes, good for her. That's right. And uh, Naeem Lin said this proves that m would do anything for money.
9: That's real. (laughs) It's motivation. It's actually just motivation. (laughs) You gave her a reason other than just wanting to lose the weight. I respect that.
10: All right. So we love you, Just Pam. And congratulations to you for that. All right. Now, the BET Awards 2022 nominees have been revealed. And so Doja Cat has the most with six nominations. And Drake and Ari Lennox have four nominations apiece. By the way, Ari Lennox looks incredible, too, um, right now. I don't know if you've been seeing the pictures that she's been posting on the Gram. Mm I haven't seen them. As well. So Best Female R&B Pop Artist. All right. Let's just give you a couple of different categories and see what your picks are. Uh, Ari Lennox, Chloe, Doja Cat, Her, Jasmine Sullivan, Mary J. Blige, and Summer Walker, best female R&B pop artist.
9: See, I don't, I don't like that category that's I feel a like,
10: lot of talent in one category. Because I feel like Mary
9: that's J. Blige, one. Jasmine Sullivan, who else you said?
10: Summer Walker, Her, Doja Summer, Cat, Her, Chloe, and Ari Lennox.
9: That's so, Ari, Summer, Mary, Jasmine. That's R&B. I feel like Doja's more pop. But well,
10: R&B pop artist, yeah. R&B
9: pop. That's that's tough. See, I, I don't know. Because <laughs> when you say pop, I'm automatically thinking Doja, Doja Cat. Cat.
10: right. You know
9: what I mean? When you say r and B, I'm like, man, Jasmine Sullivan bodied the year, if you ask me.
10: And then Mary J. Blige is so legendary. She's an icon. And then Summer Walker, her clo- I mean, mean it's killing, like are like, you? Uh, That's a great category, though, because you don't know who to pick. All right, what about best male R&B pop artist? Blast, Chris Brown, On, Lucky Day, The Weeknd, WizKid, or Young Blue?
9: I have no idea. Because I don't even know what that even means. I don't even know what R&B pop means. I've never heard that category in my life.
10: All right, let me give you something you might know then. Best female hip-hop artist. Cardi B. Okay. Doja Cat. Lotto. Megan Thee Stallion. Nicki Minaj. Or Saweetie.
9: Of the past year? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. My mind says says Doja Cat again.
10: (laughs) She had had a big year. year. too, though. Megan had
9: a big year, too. So Doja's in every
10: category? By the way, so did Lotto. She got the most nominations. So did Lotto. So did Lotto. I don't know mm-hmm.
9: I'd probably go I actually probably would go a lot of it
10: alright and lastly album of the year okay An Evening with Silk Sonic that's Bruna Mars and Anderson Paak. Mm-hmm. Uh, Back of My Mind Her Call Me If You Get Lost Tyler the Creator Certified Lover Boy Drake Madonda, mm-hmm. Kanye West Hotels Motels The Deluxe Jasmine Sullivan or oh. Planet Her Doja Cat oh. you don't know nothing
9: I mean for me it's either uh, Silk Sonic or um, Jasmine Sullivan for me personally Okay. One of those two.
10: And last one, I'm going to give you one more. Sportsman of the Year. Aaron Donald, Bubba Wallace, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Ja Morant, LeBron James, or Steph Curry? Aaron Donald. Okay. So those are some of the nominations for the BET Awards. Lil Nas X, by the way, reacted to the BET Awards and felt that he got snubbed. He said, thank you, BET Awards, an outstanding zero nominations again, Black Excellence. And then somebody said, what have you put out? And don't use that gay-ish as an excuse. Don't nobody care no more. And he responded, I don't know, maybe three of the biggest songs of last year and a critically acclaimed album. I feel like that should have helped me a bit. And so he said, I just feel like black and gay people have to fight to be seen in this world. And even when we make it to the top, MFs try to pretend we are invisible. Uh, Johnny Depp has won his defamation lawsuit against Amber Heard. And so he was awarded $15 million in total damages. And then they also gave Amber Heard in her countersuit $2 million in compensatory damages for one of three statements that was made by an attorney for Johnny Depp, which she said were um, defamatory. Here is the jury.
1: As against John C. Depp II, we, the jury, award compensatory damages in the amount of $2 million. As against John C. Depp II, we, the jury, award punitive damages in the amount of $0.
9: Yeah, I was wondering how that case was going to play out because, you know, if you've been following the case, it seemed like they both have been filthy to each
11: other.
10: Yes, he had asked initially for $50 million in damages. She had countersued for mm-hmm. $100 million, Six weeks of arguments. It felt like it was way longer than that. But you know what? I was seeing what people were saying about it. They felt like she just wasn't believable.
9: Yeah, I mean, they have her on audio recording telling mm-hmm. him basically, hey, yeah, call the police. Who's going to believe you? So, yeah. I mean, you know.
10: All right. Well, she released a statement after this, and um, in her statement, she said, "I'm dis- The disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, And sway of my ex-husband, I'm even more disappointed with what this verdict means for other women. She said that it is a setback. Now, Johnny Depp also released a statement following winning his defamation lawsuit. He said six years ago, my life, the life of my children, the lives of those closest to me, and also the lives of the people who for many, many years have supported and believed in me were forever changed all in the blink of an eye. And he said uh, six years later, the jury gave me my life back and I am truly humbled.
9: I think if you're on audio admitting, you know, you hit somebody and you told them that nobody would believe I was abusing you. I don't think things will work out for you too well. I mean,
10: this case was a mess. Yeah how is it going to affect them moving forward now when it comes to work?
9: And both of them are to end up paying money, right? She just yeah. got to pay more.
10: Yeah. Mm. He, yeah, he, she, he has to pay her $2 million. All right, well, that is your rumor report. Next up, we got donkey of the day, Charlemagne.
9: Man, four after the hour, man, I need this young brother named Marquez Jason Smith to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with him. He is not only taking his job way too serious, uh, he's not taking how we all must
7: protect each other serious enough. We'll discuss. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
10: Unjunk your sleep right now with Mattress Firm's Hot Buys. Happening now, queen mattresses starting at $169.99. Sleepy, Serta, Sealy, Beautyrest, and more. All in stock for fast delivery. Visit a sleep expert at your local Mattress Firm store today.
0: Don't be out here acting like a donkey.
11: pee high bitch.
10: Yeehaw. It's
9: time for donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm a big boy. I could take it. If you feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guys gonna have some funny sleep <laughs> out his mouth. If got say something you may not agree with, doesn't mean I'm mean.
7: Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donkey. donk, 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 donkey.
9: donkey of the day, right there. <laughs> <laughs>
7: the, the Breakfast Club, bitches. You can call <laughs> me the donkey of the day, but like,
6: <clears throat> I mean no harm.
9: I am devastated that my headphones are breaking. Do I look ridiculous right now? Yeah. These are these are some these are, like these are W these are WNBA beats by Dre headphones. I've had these for a long time. These are great.
10: I these. have my Brooklyn Nets headphones. I had them for a long time too. Well. For like three years.
9: These aren't sturdy. Okay, <laughs> clearly. Uh donkey today for Thursday, June second, goes to Marquez Jason Smith. Uh who is Marquez Jason Smith? Well, He was a manager at a Popeye's in Bainbridge, Georgia. Marquez has been charged with battery and cruelty to a minor in the first degree because he decided that he needed to put hands on a 16-year-old female employee because she wanted to clock out. You can't make this kind of stuff up. Let's go to WALB News 10 for the report, please.
5: Take a look at your screen. You are seeing a viral video out of Bainbridge. An employee at a Bainbridge Popeye's has been arrested and charged after hitting an underage employee. Mm. You'll see that the man hits his teenaged co-worker. Marquez Jashawn Smith was arrested by the Bainbridge Public Safety Office and has been charged with cruelty to children in the first degree.
9: (sighs) Marquez assaulted a female employee because she wanted to clock out. We have the uh, audio from the altercation. I'm sure some of y'all have seen the video, but if you haven't, listen.
3: You not gonna let it from nobody else. Right now we're all playing. You not gonna okay. let nobody else. I don't else. care about I don't. Do I don't. A, I don't. I don't. I don't. What's you what's you
11: do? wait, I don't. What's what's I don't. Do? Wait, wait, what's up? You wait. Wait. I don't. Here. You're
7: I don't. I do I don't. I
12: don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. don't. I
9: do I this I don't some powerful tree out of work, hell. Okay. Marquez, you need your ass beat. All right. Somebody need to challenge you to a fight. Now if this young girl's father, uncle, brother, cousin runs down on you and challenges you to a fight the way you challenge this young lady, whose fault would it be? Huh, mm-hmm. Whose fault would it be when one of them gives you a two piece in a biscuit? Huh? I guarantee you you would be begging for mercy, but this is yet another reason why I constantly stress for people to deal with what's in their head and in their heart, OK? Because whatever pain Marquez is going through, he projected on this young girl, because there's no way in hell you care this much that she's clocking out. Okay, Popeye's chicken and nigger cookies has bought me great joy at various points in my life, but the chicken or chicken scripts ain't that good. Okay, Popeye's has decent sides, Cajun fries, mashed potatoes and gravy, they decent, but what I'm trying to say is, Popeye's isn't worth all this, my brother. Okay, Popeye's ain't dying for you. All right, so if that young lady wanted to clock out, let her leave. Who cares? You on that video telling her to get up out my stove. Get up out my stove, but in the same breath saying, you will lose this job. That's right. Okay, that lets me know it ain't your store, King. You can't kick somebody out of something you don't own. Mm -hmm. And how you gonna kick someone out when you in the wrong? (laughs) Okay? I wish that young girl was on fries when you did that. Matter of fact, I wish she was dropping the chicken in the deep fryer when you did that. Okay, what I'm trying to say is I wish it was a way she would have thrown some hot grease on you. Just a little bit in the chest area, maybe around the neck because you deserved it. All right? You deserved it for putting hands on her. And all she was doing was defending herself, okay? That's all she would have been doing in that moment. Listen, I know we all going through things. It is a stressful time, okay? Stressful with a K, all right? We all just trying to make ends meet. We all waking up doing the best we can. But please remember what your Uncle Charlotte, Brother Lenard tells you every day. We, as in us, humans, are all relying on each other to stay safe. Okay, literally, the behavior of me, the behavior of you, the behavior of they is the only thing keeping us safe. So we all have to look out for each other. And this ain't it. Okay, all because a 16-year-old girl wanted to clock out of work? Since when are black people upset at other black people for clocking out early? Huh? I worked fast food for two weeks before I got fired. Okay, by my sister who was the manager, Taco Bell. But when you work those kind of jobs, you mind your business when people clock in slightly late. And you mind your business when people clock out slightly early. early. Why do you care? Okay? Yes, a lot of people love that chicken from Popeye's. But does that chicken from Popeye's love you? Huh? Is, Is it worth going to jail over? Is it worth losing your job over? And who going to hire you now after this video that went viral and people see you have a terrible temper and you're out here putting your hands on employees, especially a woman employee, because you felt disrespected and you're the manager, you're supposed to be the leader where well, you have to lead by example. And a real leader isn't going to put hands on somebody just because they didn't like what they did in that moment, especially when it's something as simple as clocking out? We got to do better, man. Please let Remy Ma give Marquez Jason Smith the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw,
0: hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker! you dumb. I'm telling
9: you, when, when, when the men around her want to run that fade, boy, oh boy. That's right. <laughs> Somebody around her going to want to run that fade, Marquez. Just letting you know. Now we got uh ask coming up, right?
10: Yes, indeed. Call us up 800-585-1051. if you need any advice about anything. It could be relationships, it could be friendships, it could be business, mm-hmm. and I got you.
9: Let's Marquez calls, Marquez calls and says, "What should he do when uh some man in that woman's life runs up on
10: him?" Um, I think he should take his beating like a man.
9: That's right. Tell him don't be a chicken. It's the world's most dangerous morning show. The Breakfast Club.
7: The Breakfast Club. relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee.
10: Good morning, it's Ask Ye. Who's this? Shay. Shay, what's your question for Ask Ye? So my question is, I've been with the kids with my
5: kid's father for 10 years. Mm-hmm. We're in a situation shift and he doesn't want to leave. I can't leave. We live in New York. It's hard to like move out. I don't want to move back to my mom's house.
10: Okay, so explain what a situationship is in this in this particular case.
5: Uh, we work together. We don't want to be together anymore, but our situation causes us to be together. And what is that? We it's financial?
10: Children. Financial. We have children. Is that? It's just, so what can you do to get your own place? Like, you, you need a job, making more money. What is it that you can't financially do it?
5: Well, one job? No, I can't do it. This is New York again. <laughs>
10: And he won't be supportive if he can't afford to help you or, su- or supplement whatever money it is that you need to get a place. No. Have you tried to apply for affordable housing?
5: See, I'm in a bracket where I make too much, and then
10: I make too less for a regular place. So it's, it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look, I'm going to say this. Y'all are unhappy together. I understand when people have kids, they want to stay together for the kids, but is that a good example for your children to have to see that?
5: At this point, I don't know if we want to stay together for the kids. It's just we're not making enough to get on our own.
10: Okay, so both of you. I will say, if you want to have a life, if that means, can you move back with your parents? Would they allow that?
5: Yes, but that's not something I would want to do.
10: I know, so girl. I know. It's not, but you might have to do that and stack it up for a little while. At least you have that option. You're right. You know, because you're acting like you can't do this. You're stuck. You have family that's supportive of the decision that you're going to make, which is, okay, I have to be responsible. I have these kids that I got to take care of. He should be helping, too, financially because those are his children as well. But you got to do what you got to do to be happy. Are you going to just stay here and be miserable paying rent with somebody that you don't want to be with? No, I was
5: kind of stacking it on the side for a little while,
10: but it's, I guess, I guess it would
5: work better if I were to be with family because I'll be paying less with
10: able to. Yeah, you're spending money to now want. to be somewhere you don't want to be. And then they'll be able to spend some more time with the kids and be sub- and, and also help you out with them too. And I'm sure they would love for you to be there for a period of time. Give yourself a time limit though. Okay. All right, and get All out right, there and work you. as hard as you can to stack up your money to get back on your feet. No problem.
5: I'll do that anyway.
10: <laughs> all right well best of luck to you because your home is supposed to be your sanctuary so if that means you got to take some steps backwards so that you could be forward later you got to do that all right no problem all right you got this all right it's ask ye 800-585-1051 is the number call us up and we'll help you out best we can
7: with some real advice
11: with Angela Ye. It's Ask ye.
10: good morning who's this
11: hi this is jamel
10: Hey Jamel, what's going on?
11: Hey, good morning Ye. good morning. Good morning. Um, so I'm in a relationship and um, there has been a problem with her texting her ex here off and on, in the next military. And uh, it's, it's like, I don't want to give up. We have a child, she had a liver transplant. So it's like a very sensitive subject. I just want to know when is
10: it, when, when do I walk away? Well, you said you, you don't want to give up. I really don't, but it's really getting to too much. Okay, so what you need to do is figure out how to work through what it is that you need to, because you you are very intent. It seems like right now on trying to make this work. So, what are you doing to try to make it work?
11: Um, I'm really just talking there a lot more. I mean, I do work a lot. I'm trying to spend more time at home, and um, the next step is uh, therapy.
10: Definitely therapy because it might be some issues that y'all have never discussed with each other that a third party who is a professional can help you guys uh, get over this hump. What is she doing also to make things work? Because I think that's important to know what it is that you need.
11: Um, that, that's the biggest problem. She's not doing much of anything.
10: Have you expressed to her what it is specifically that you need?
11: Yes. And, um, she said many times that she can't answer
10: what she wants. So tell us right now, what is it that you need for you to feel more secure in your relationship?
11: Um, well, I've had a lot of mm-hmm. troubles in the past when it came to the um, been with uh, I was being a kid that was and it wasn't when I was in the thirties. And um, guess,
10: uh, wait, did you say she had a kid and she told you it was yours and it wasn't?
11: That that was a, a separate relationship. i just been okay. having a lot of problems in relationships, but for me, a therapist is definitely going to work.
10: I okay. do really believe
11: that will help, help the both of us too.
10: So you feel like you bought some baggage from previous situations into this one?
11: I I definitely did, and I do.
10: Okay, and look, I'm glad that you know that you specific, you need help yourself, and you need help in the relationship. And there's nothing wrong with you getting therapy for yourself as well as getting relationship uh, relationship therapy too. Yeah,
11: absolutely. I think that that's the next big.
10: All right, well, listen, I think you need to make that jump and do that. Even if things don't end up working out for y'all, at least do this for yourself. Absolutely. All right, I wish you the best of luck.
11: Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys.
10: All right, it is Ask Yee. Uh, next up, we do have the rumor report, and we'll be talking about Monique. She had some things to say on live yesterday. She was with her daddy, a.k.a. her husband, and we'll tell you what she had to say about D.L. Hughley.
9: Mr
7: Mr. Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report, rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
10: Well, Nene leaked has to go to court, and that is because her boyfriend's wife is alleging that she was sleeping with her man, and <clears> that <throat> will cause her marriage to collapse. So the woman, Malomine, is saying that uh, Nini hooked up with her husband while she was still married. She said Nini posted a picture and another picture, and another picture of her, her new man, and she was humiliated, and that's what created her relationship. She said she suffered emotional distress, mental anguish, and a loss of affection. And, by the way, in North Carolina, which is where she's from, that is a state where a person can sue a spouse's extramarital partner for alienation of affection.
9: If this becomes a thing, then the uh, the guy's going to start being held liable too because it takes two, right? It takes two to, to have extramarital affairs, right?
10: Yeah, and so if I'm
9: dating, if I'm a woman and I'm dating a guy, and you know this this uh, guy's wife sues me, I should expect the guy to f- pay all my legal fees. Uh,
10: and yeah, I'm sure he would have to, but I guess it's because she's the one that posted the pictures um, on mm-hmm. social mm-hmm. media that mm-hmm. caused mm-hmm. all this distress for her. And uh, there's seven different states where you can sue for. Uh, a spouse's extramarital partner for alienation of affection. Unless
9: the guy lied to you. If the guy lied to you and the guy uh, told you that he wasn't married or wasn't in a relationship and you posted him, you know, that's that's not your fault.
10: All right. Well, we shall see how this plays out. Uh, now, Monique, she was live with her husband And her husband is Sidney Hicks. And that is because they wanted to respond to what D.L. Hughley had to say on his radio show about everything that went down in Detroit at the performance where she was supposed to be the headliner, she claims. He claims he had it in his contract to be the headliner. They both posted their contracts. There's been a lot of back and forth. And so D.L. Hughley was saying he had issues with some of the jokes that Monique was making about him, his dog, his wife, his family. Here's what Monique had to say about that.
0: D.L. Hughley has a habit of saying freely what he wants to say about anybody. See, and let me tell you all, when I made that joke about you, D.L. Hughley, I didn't think you would get tender in your feelings (laughs) because you made the comment about the baby stage names, and you said, "With names like that, don't you think they would wind up in jail?" Well, that's what you said. Well, I thought I was coming back being clever, making a joke, because you know, back in the day, when somebody was on the D.L., you know what they were. I don't think you're a homosexual man, DL. I was making a joke, and I can't believe you got tender. (laughs) Well, they
9: they didn't sound like jokes. I mean, there's there's a certain delivery for jokes, a certain tone, right?
10: Here's what else you had to say about DL being tender. I can't (laughs) believe DL (laughs) Hype Hughley. I can't
0: believe Darlene, you are tender. And that has nothing to do with your sexuality. It has everything to do with your heart. You, brother, you are in your feelings. I cannot believe that DL and that the for the comedians pay attention baby pay attention see when you run your mouth about other people and you don't know who you running up into and then you get to running into a brick wall and then you want to play victim and fall out and act like you've been damaged come on like I said I feel sorry for your family
10: in addition to that she says that DL is arrogant because I guess he's not the one that hired her he wasn't the promoter and so why is he giving her a chance right and i want you
0: black women to hear what this black man is saying i gave monique a chance well here would be the question to do what mm-hmm. what did you give me a chance to do you you weren't the promoter no monies came from you who are you that you would be giving me a chance the arrogance and what I would ask of the community, what I would beg of us, stop being so quick to jump on the bus, whichever way it goes down the street. Listen to the facts of what it is. Go back and listen to what I said. I feel sorry for your family. I feel sorry for your wife.
10: In addition to that, uh, she had this to say. And they were on live for quite some time, by the way, her and Sydney, um, AKA Daddy. Uh, and here's what she had to say about his ass
0: so let me be clear to you babies watching saturday night i don't care where i went up on that stage i was going to hand Dio hubley his ass (laughs) because through the years i have listened to this man speak so freely about my poor decisions my life choices and he spoke as if we had a conversation
10: sitting down talking All right. Well, there was a lot more, so (laughs) that's some of the highlights. I mean,
9: I wish they were joking, you know, because they're two you know, two comedic legends. I wish both of them were were joking, but none of this sounds like jokes. Like, it didn't sound like Monique was joking when she said what she said, and it didn't sound like DL was joking when he responded. Yeah, these are definitely not stand-up. Yeah, these ain't. Let me mind my black ass business. All right. Stay out of grown folks'
7: business.
10: All right, now Rick Ross was on his live and he was talking about people who beg for handouts. Here's what he had to say.
7: I already know how I go. That's why I go hard. You could be in a room full of the wealthiest motherfuckers in the world and tell them, I have nothing, I'm hungry, I don't have and they gonna look at you and say, But well, what the f are you doing standing next to me, baby? Why the f you want working? Where's your brother? Where's your mother? Where's your father? Where's your fucking kid? Where's your friends? Friend? Where you do to have friends. Establish yourself or make yourself worth something in anyone's life. That's what the they're gonna
10: tell you. So if you think begging to ever get you something, you're all right. So I guess he has a problem with people begging right about now and asking for handouts. You so. can't be
9: out here promoting all this fast food and not expect me to want a burger or some stop.
10: But a free burger or a free <laughs> Wingstop?
9: <laughs> you always out here promoting stop, Ross. I'm hungry. Pass me a uh, pass me a th!
10: I will say we do get a lot of people hitting us up in DMs asking and cash app requests and can you send me some money for this and that. We didn't have that luxury coming up to definitely
9: didn't have that people luxury. and ask for I that. I think about that all the time. <laughs> but the people we know who had some bread, I mean, we didn't have a problem. At least I didn't have a problem asking if I needed a little something.
10: I never asked nobody for money. Oh, no, I
9: definitely used to ask my daddy for money.
10: I didn't. 100%. Be I think that? I borrowed money from my dad one time ever, and that was when I was closing on my first house and I gave it back. Literally, I I just needed it to show that I had it in a bank. And then after I closed, I gave it right back.
9: And my daddy and uh, the people who were still hustling, meaning selling crack when I wasn't anymore, and I wanted to do stuff like, you know, throw parties and stuff back in the day, absolutely, I'd hit up the homies for some bread.
10: All right. I don't know if
9: that's begging, but...
10: Kind of. I guess it depends. (laughs) Hey, they got it. They want to do something. (laughs)
9: Let me shut up. Why am I talking so (laughs)
10: damn much? You get it. Never mind. I'm not even going to say it. Please don't. I just had a moment (laughs) thinking about a movie. (laughs) Where he had the burger and he said, I'll No
9: nigga. That was not that that's not the movie we talking about. I thought I he was about sucks. to say something about money laundering or something. Here you talking about oh. Minister Society. Like, no, that's not how this went. <laughs> okay. As his
11: picture Jesus do. Christ, Angelie. Asking for
9: some money. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> Jesus. We got the people's choice mix coming up. All right. Uh. With somebody who's not even here. All right, but uh apparently I guess he left a mix. His name is DJ Envy. Y'all know him?
10: Somebody get Charlamagne a burger.
9: Man,
7: shut up, man.
10: Work for it. (laughs) Do a job.
7: It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
10: Father's Day is right around the corner. Give dad or that special king in your life the glow of butter. Get a free sample size of their best-selling treatment kit when you spend $50 or more. Go to butterskin.com and use code DAD at checkout. Offer ends June 13th. Yes, it's
9: world's Most Dangerous Time Morning Show, The day. Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. And you know, we know times are tough right now. So we've been giving away money all week with uh, something we call the daily bread. We give away $1,000. We Woo-hoo! just randomly I call somebody and bless them with $1,000. So, so you
10: guys have been writing in, telling us your stories. And today we're going to call somebody and bless them with $1,000. Let's do it.
9: Yes. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Is this Nikita Banks of Norfolk, Virginia? It is. How you feeling this morning?
10: I'm great, you okay. Nikita, how you know you great now? You know what's about to happen?
9: I think so. Do you even know who you talking
10: to? Yes, Charlamagne God, Angelique All okay, right, okay. well, Nikita, you are great. I hear the excitement in your voice. You know you wrote us. What did Nikita say?
9: She says she wants to use, well, she needs some money to start up a vending machine business. In, nice. uh This pittance of change we're giving her. Pittance. Pittance of change would help buy the machine.
10: <laughs> so, Nikita, yes. what kind of vending machine? Where would you put it? I'm going to do a uh, snack machine, in, hopefully in my office complex downstairs, <laughs> in the business that I work for.
9: Okay, okay. All
10: right, would $1,000 help you? Yes.
9: How much do these vending machines go for?
10: Oh goodness. Upwards of like five thousand dollars, but anything helps right now.
9: And you can make money off vending machines? Like Absolutely. I mean like enough to sustain yeah. if you got one?
10: Think about it. There's nobody there that has to be there working.
9: You yeah, charge only- on the
10: products in there. All I fill
9: it. You said what?
10: I said all I have to do is go fill it and it'll make money on its own. Okay. That's right. Just like having a store. Well, yeah. Except my dad used to take machine and get stuff for free. But I think they the way they operate now, you can't really do that anymore.
9: Well, we're giving you a thousand dollars. Do what you wish with it. Invest it into your Yay, business.
10: Nikita.
9: Go buy some drinks. I, 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 it's I yours. Every
13: day I in tears right now. Oh my
10: gosh. Well, we love that we were able to help you have some happiness today on this Thursday. Congratulations. And you Nikita, deserve it.
9: And Nikita, if you don't get this money, let us know because you know they be cuffing up here too now. <laughs> All right, if you don't get this money in a timely manner,
10: (laughs) I'll let y'all know. Okay. I'm about to go to the vending machine right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you,
9: Nikita. And listen, we're giving away some daily bread every day. Go to breakfastclubonline.com and let us know what you would do with $1,000. And we're going to reach out and touch you, all right, and give you some of this money. All right. So, with all our friends at U.S. Bank, we'll get there together. The positive notes up next. Yes, it's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee We are done for the day Yee, you got anything you want to uh, talk about before we get out of here?
10: Um... No, everything's... <laughs> I guess I don't. I mean, make sure y'all check out my podcast I have with Acorns. It's called Money Pie. Remy Ma is up. We did Lenny S, where he was talking about his investments into Lobo Tequila. And one of the biggest mistakes that he made, where he actually got one of his friends, Tata, to invest in the store and things didn't work out. So you get to hear those stories. Also, Nick Cannon is up right now, and everybody's just talking about their relationship and their uh, situations with money.
9: And speaking of money, make sure y'all check out the R&B Money podcast hosted by Tank. I told y'all last week that Tank needed a podcast, man. So uh, Tank and Jay Valentine, uh, have a podcast called R&B Money. It's on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. The first guest is Mr. Jamie Foxx. You know, Tank used to write for Jamie Foxx, so it's a lot of good industry stories uh, if you're into that kind of thing, man. So make sure you subscribe to the R&B Money Podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network, available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Okay, okay. And also, man, we were talking about Bagan earlier. Um... My headphones broke. My beautiful WNBA Beats by Dre headphones. I don't know how this happened. I've had these for are a while. you about to
10: beg for something?
9: I would love for somebody to send me some new headphones. Eb the Celeb sent me these before. Uh, I love them. WNBA Beats by Dre headphones. <sighs> they are no longer with us. So feel free to send me some um, headphones for the studio, okay? Okay. Now, the positive note is simply this. If you understand how frequently people cope by projecting, you would learn to take absolutely nothing personally. Easier said than done, I know.
7: Breakfast club, bitches! (laughs) You all finished or you all done?
1: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz,
6: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids.